Welcome to AI Marketing, a podcast for sales and marketing professionals that want to increase their sales, leads, and conversions through the use of artificial intelligence solutions. And now, here's your host, Mark Fridelman. In this episode of AI Marketing, I'm talking with Chad Burmeister of ScaleX.ai, who shares a proven methodology for two to three X conversion rates from leads to opportunities. I can't wait to hear this. Deep down, every sales manager out there knows that they have to have a highly converting plan for winning new business because it's crucial to their success. But most are just, as you know, just keeping their fingers crossed and hope they get by on these older traditional methods. So I brought Chad into here today to tell us exactly how they do it and how potentially you could do it. So Welcome to the show, Chad. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. Uh, Good to have you again. And can you give us a little bit of your background and experience in how you got into artificial intelligence and sales? Yeah, you know, I've always been an early adopter of technologies, uh, even back into the 90s. If you remember, I'll date myself here when when MapQuest came out, right? I was working for a transportation company called Airborne Express in Arizona. And everybody had these map books that you had to buy once a year just to get to your appointments. And, you know, the internet comes out and this little tool called MapQuest. So the CFO or the SVP of sales would be in town. And um, I would use MapQuest to get from point A to point B. And I've done that forever from the time I've been in sales, right? The latest and greatest new technology. So ScaleX.ai, we've been around about a year and a half. And we've helped over 100 companies optimize their lead to op. Uh, but we've also helped with ABM and outbound strategies as well. So I'm looking forward to digging in and sharing with your listeners how they, they can see a 2 to 3x, in some cases a 5x improvement in lead to op. Excellent. Uh, and I can't wait to, to jump into that. But before we do, where is the artificial intelligence in the ScaleX.ai solutions? It's in there in a few ways. So the first is that our AI-powered email platform not only sends out the emails like a Marketo or a Pardot, but it also replies to emails. So there's smart AI in the middle. And, you know, as a, as a head of marketing, I've been the head of marketing before. I've also been the head of sales. The biggest challenge is when you start to scale a team of SDRs and BDRs and sellers is getting them to comply with what type of language you want to use, right? Here's the link to the right document. Here's the latest and greatest video and the proper language to use in your emails. And, you know, 10 times out of 10, the team is off doing their own thing within seconds of the time you deploy the content. So what the, the core power of the AI is when the emails get sent, somebody responds, and then the AI jumps in and actually answers the questions in email, no human intervention required. Um, so it just automatically responds to a recipient? Yes. Wow. So you're not worried or the company's not, well, I guess these are all pre-approved messages, but you're not worried that it's not in context, you know, the AI gets it wrong? Well, that's a good question. Um, It's interesting. I went to the Breckenridge Brewery here in Colorado and they use AI to mix brewery, right? To do their breweries. And they said in the first week of deployment, they got it all wrong. Mm -hmm. By week two, it was really close. By week three, they said, holy cow. Now they barely even have to look at the computer, all the, all the barley, whatever it's called, all the hops and the, yeah, the, the way they mix the beer, whatever that is. The way they mix the beer. 
but you know, it's all done automatically. So same thing when it comes to AI for sales and AI for email is that in the beginning, you might see a 70% hit rate, right? You program six or eight answers, such as how much does your product cost? Who are your competitors? There's, there's a handful, just like you would program a chat bot. Same mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? If yeah. there's questions that are in the 30% that the AI doesn't know the answer to, then it notifies you. Hey, Mark, we, haven't, we have a question in email that we don't know the answer to. Once you start seeing a similar question come up through email, you say, oh, I'm going to make a new bucket for that. And we're going to have that answer now handled by the AI. So it learns over time to the point where now I get about two notifications a week across eight unique campaigns that I'm running for my own company. Well, I mean, you bring up a good point. I mean, all AI I've seen, even you know, solutions like IBM Watson needs to go to school. They need to be trained. The beauty of it, though, is you know, unlike salespeople, you could train a single bot and that bot can scale dramatically. You don't need to train 80 salespeople. You train one bot, get it about 80, 90% there, have room for exceptions that kick out to people, and uh, you've got a pretty powerful system there. So it sounds like you're doing that with email, and that's remarkable. I, I, I definitely want to give that a try, so we should talk after. What else does ScaleX have in terms of artificial intelligence? Yeah, so our product focuses on everything in the program. So data, uh, we've partnered with the best of breed vendors like Discover Org, ZoomInfo, which are now one company. We help with email, like I mentioned already, and how the AI works there. The next piece is really the social outreach. So we've partnered with a company out of the UK that helps us automate the process of sending out in-mails and uh, connection requests and so uh, Twitter likes, things like this. And so we've seen customers go from a very light presence on LinkedIn and Twitter to overnight being able to get between 20 and 100 responses with a 60-minute exercise of setting the program up. So mm-hmm. social outreach is another area where AI can play a huge role. The other biggest one, in the last 90 days, we partnered with a company called Joy AI. And what Joy does is goes out and instead of just personalizing to the persona, it personalizes to the personality. So there's seven different unique categories of personalities and there's three buyer types. So a buyer type might be an early adopter, an innovator, a laggard, and then somewhere in between. And then there's seven personalities of each of those three buyer types. So you can imagine in an ideal world, if I'm a marketer or I'm a salesperson, I'd have 21 unique messages, right? Yeah. Personality one, buyer type one, and all of the matches. Well, traditionally, you just don't have the time or energy or knowledge how to do something like that. What Joy AI has helped us do is go into companies and help them build the 21 messages and not written by a college grad, right? So many sales organizations mm-hmm. kill me. They just right. say, oh, here, go ahead. And they're like, wait, like my son, he, you know, his, his SAT score is really, really good on math. But on his English side, it's not quite as powerful. And right. yet we as leaders are giving, you know, these fresh college kids the ability to go out and write the, write the language in the emails. Bad idea. This technology lets you personalize to the personality and the persona and the buyer type. And we're seeing, you know, companies book two and three meetings in a day using this approach rather than the one size fits all. Hey, I'm with XYZ company and we help you cut your costs by 50%. So what, mm. right? 
You have yeah. to get it to the personality. And that, that I think has the biggest upside lift in all of this as you deploy AI for email, if you can bring in the personalization at scale, that's how things are going to get really, really interesting over the course of the next 12 to 18 months. Okay. So these are partnerships that are you know, brought into your overall solution and that overall solution in terms of cost, is it comparable to a Marketo? Is it less than a Marketo? Where, where would we guide our marketers here in terms of, uh, of, of an investment? Yeah, really good question. The last piece of the equation we didn't even talk about is the phone. So we actually have either our virtual BDRs on hand and they can put up 100 to 1,000 dials a day per BDR uh, using agent-assisted dialing. So a standard program for a marketer would be $5,900 a month, so less than what you would pay to bring an in-house resource in, and then you'd buy outreach or sales loft, you'd buy data, you'd buy, you know, all the different CRM and, and, and telephone, web meeting tool. So before you know it, you're in for $100,000 for a single SDR or BDR. Um, when they come to us for 5,900, they get 1,000 leads per month from the best data provider in the world. They get 100 to 150 emails a day. They get 100 social outreach connections in a day and they get 100 dials. So hmm. 300 to 500 sales activities and all the data that's required. And that's for the outbound, obviously. For inbound lead conversion, same concept, um, but we're gonna have a lot more touches against all the leads to make sure that the conversion rates are as high as they can possibly be. Okay, so thanks for outlining that. Let, let's go to some of your clients or other people that uh, you've worked with and kind of walk us through, you know, A, if you can mention their names, great. If you can't, no problem. But mention their problem, what problems they were having, and then the solution that was implemented to solve that problem. Yeah, let's talk about a company I worked for before I started Scalex. Um, this is a company, they're the number one unified communications as a service company in the world. Uh, they're growing at a clip that's, you know, 30 to 50% year over year and, you know, billion dollar run rate company. I ran a team of 100 inside salespeople, SDRs and BDRs. And the business problem is they spent $1 million per quarter on a certain type of lead. So they have web leads, they have event and trade show leads, but this one type of lead is called a shared lead. And what that is, is they, these lead vendors sell the same lead to three or four vendors, right? So you might see 8x8 and Vonage and RingCentral and Zoom all buy the same lead. So what you need to do is get there faster. So you need to be able to call an email within seconds of the time that they fill out the lead form. And then you need to persist. A lot of companies will call an email once or twice on day one, and then they stop because the rep makes the decision that it's you know not worth their time because they could be calling the next hottest lead. Right. So right. So what we, you've seen that before uh, all the time. <laughs> all yeah. The time. There's actually been some studies on this that you you know really should have eight eight or more touch points over time. Yes. So we like to crank the knob up to over 20 for the first couple of weeks of the program and then see where the plateau is and then decide what's the optimal model over time. So at this company, they had an 8% conversion rate of all of these thousands of leads coming into a team of eight people and 8%. In fact, they used to give it to a team of 30, to be honest. Mm. Started with okay. 
we came in and said, okay, let's put in automated email so that the AI sends the email and then can respond to it. Uh, let's put in agent-assisted dialing. So instead of us calling that lead once or twice across a team of 30, we're going to have that rep call that lead at least 12 times. And what we found within 90 days of launching the program, we moved that 8% conversion rate up to an 18% conversion rate. Hmm. Over time, you know, we got another 3%. We were able to get to as high as 21. And, and then we saw it drop to 14 in one quarter. And that was due to one of the lead providers changed some of their business processes. So their lead, the quality of the leads went down. But, you know, having this sales and marketing cadence, weekly cadence with the marketers and understanding what the conversion rates are and the top of funnel metrics are, you know, if you have a sales organization that's inside of your company that can't speak this kind of language, lead to op and the, you know, the demand waterfall, et cetera, that's where a company like ours comes in and helps you, uh, you know, helps you do that at scale. Got it. Okay. And then as part of those results, was that mainly AI driven or was it AI assisted? How would you? I would classify it AI assisted. Mm -hmm. If you think about, you know, humans still required. Uh, There's a good book that Dr. Howard Dover told me to read sometime, and it was something about, uh, you know, AI and humans still required. And it's AI assisted is definitely where the market's going. Now, that said, the, you know, if you are an SDR and your job is simply to send emails or do LinkedIn, then I think your job is in jeopardy. If you are able to talk to people on the telephone, think of the higher value work that the best SDRs and BDRs do, then you're okay, right? I'd rather have a SDR or BDR at 500 dials a day or a thousand and talk to 30 people and let the AI do what the AI does and let the human does what the human does best. That's how you get an optimal outcome. All right, excellent. I, and, and I totally agree. I don't think AI is ready to take over yet. And AI assisted is definitely, in my, you know, my opinion, where everything is at today. And most companies should be looking at this, and they haven't. And you know, I'm wondering, you know, based on your experience, you know, why more companies aren't tackling this, and what what are the objections that you're hearing, and how do you overcome them? I think we're at a tipping point. It's, you know, the early adopters, the innovators get in, they try it. And then the late majority, the early majority say, see, I told you so. I just interacted with that one website and it was a terrible experience. It must have been a bot. Therefore, I'm never bringing this into my company. Uh, So that's the late majority, early majority initial reaction to it. Until you start seeing companies like ours go from zero to 100 customers in under 18 months and a lot of these companies may be your competitor, right? <laughs> and so yeah. all of a sudden, if, if you can have a market coverage that's 10 to 20 times more effective, better messaging, lower costs, right? If you look at cost per activity, when you make a phone call and you're an SDR, it costs you $10. One phone call, you don't even talk to anyone, that just costs your company 10 bucks. When you send an email and it's a follow-up to a, a lead, that costs your company between eight and $10. So if you think about a marketer who spends $50 on a lead from a lead source, and then they spend $10 for a phone call, $10 for an email, and $10 for a social connection, uh, let's just say two phone calls and two emails. Let's make it a round number. You just doubled the cost of that lead, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You use AI effectively. You take that $30 or $50 and you make it so that instead of sending 
two emails and two phone calls. Now you can stretch the $50 investment and you can do six emails and 10 phone calls. Hmm. That's, that really is the secret sauce. You lower your, I look at it like the cost of ammo, right? Yeah. You can buy ammo at a dollar a unit instead of $10 a unit, as long as the quality of that ammo holds up, right? And I think up until now, the quality of the ammo wasn't there. It was like, yeah, there's too many backfires. <laughs> this isn't going right. to work. Yeah. Nowadays with AI and with personalization, the quality of the dollar ammo actually becomes higher value than the $10 ammo. That's what's changed. What company do you think is doing all of this best at this point? I mean, they're utilizing artificial intelligence to enhance their sales and marketing teams. Do you have anybody that you know of that you think is doing it better than anyone else? So it's interesting. I am in the process of deploying a book called AI for Sales. It has 20 chapters. In fact, 21, there's a bonus chapter. No company is using all of the aspects of AI for Sales. People are using one tiny splinter. You know, if you think of the iceberg picture, they're using the very, very tip of the iceberg. And, And that's why I think it's such a huge opportunity. And that's why I wrote the book is to get people to start thinking about all of the bits and pieces in the context of the whole. I believe that over time, you'll see a company emerge that does offer all of it under one roof. And I'll tip the hand. I think Discover.org is a secret assassin out there in the marketplace, right? They, they bought ZoomInfo. They bought RainKing. They sit on top of the world's best data. And, you know, they're in the driver's seat when it comes to deploying sales engagement technology. I think at some point you'll see a company like that buy a company like Sales Loft or Outreach, or merge with a company like that, and now you've got everything under one roof. But that's a, that's a Burmeister future prediction. So. Well, and that's also a vendor, um, a, you know, a vendor point of view. But what about a customer point of view that they're bringing it all in and using it for sales and marketing? Do you have anyone in mind for, for that? Um, yes, I would say companies like Chorus.ai, who is an AI vendor themselves, they're more apt to be an early adopter of this kind of technology. I think the bigger the company, if you're a Fortune 1000, you're just not taking the risk with using 20 of the 20 chapters that I'm putting out in the book. You might say, well, I'm going to use a little bit of content management here. I will say, you know, the company I worked for prior that's in the UCAS space, I got to say they have a lot of the boxes checked. And therefore, their, you know, their stock has grown from $12 to $124 in four years. Yeah. So if you can't so, get it right, it's going to give you leverage. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, I like to hear what companies are doing best so we can bring them on and, and uh, talk to them about what they're implementing and why. So uh, thanks for that. I'll, I'll reach out to Course. I've already had somebody from Course on here, but it's more about um, what they were doing with their customers. So we'll be happy to hear what they're doing internally as well. So I'm just going to summarize what I've heard today, and you correct me if uh, I've missed anything, but for sales and marketing uh, is definitely something that everyone should be taking a look at, specifically with ScaleX.ai, who provides almost this artificial intelligent chatbot email-like experience amongst all the, the data analytics and some of the other things that they're providing in order to increase the volume of, of sales leads. So I do understand, and, and I, I do think you've showed us how you, make, you made your original promise of increasing 
conversion rates and uh, outbound activity by the use of AI. And uh, if you haven't already, why don't you check out scalex.ai and that's their website. So check them out. They think the final question I, I know the answer to, and that is, in 100 words or less, what is your favorite chatbot AI voice app or solution? I, I know it's going to be scalex.ai, and I think we've talked about what they do enough for you to understand what that is and why uh, Chad would be a huge advocate of it. Not only does he work there, <laughs> he really believes in the product, which is really nice to see. So uh, you have a book coming out, Chad. Can you tell everyone where to find that book when it comes out? Is there a pre-order list? Where, where would they find out more information about it? Yeah, it'll be available on Amazon, and it's called AI for Sales. It is not available yet for pre-order, uh, but I think that's quite a good idea. It's, uh, it's about a one month past the deadline, so I continue to find more AI for Sales companies, and so I delay the book by a week and then another week because there's... Well, what, wait, wait, what publisher do you have that's so forgiving? <laughs> well, Amazon's a pretty forgiving company. They just uh, okay. There, so. so it's Amazon Publishing. Exactly. Okay, got it. Cool. Good for you. And they probably publish within weeks, not uh, six months like I took my yeah, book. Yeah, and my editor's quite good too. So the editor's already been through two reads, and now we're on the final and third. So Wonderful. Coming okay. Uh, also, I, I want to encourage everyone to check out our uh, Facebook chatbot and that link will be in the show notes or you go to Fanatics Media on Facebook and click on Message Me. Finally, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a review for us in the whatever you're using, iTunes or Google. Please write a review. And that is all we have for today. Chad, is uh, any closing thoughts? You know, AI for sales is here and it's here to stay. So don't be scared of it. Embrace it and you'll be surprised at what you can do. You don't have to bite off the entire sandwich. Take small bites like everyone else is doing and get to the bigger picture over time. So I appreciate you having me here, Mark. It's uh, really a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Chad.